Hi, Dennis Quaid here, and I wanted to tell you about Wrongful Conviction Podcast. Raw and absolutely riveting, and with over 16 million downloads, Wrongful Conviction Podcast are social justice in action, featuring stories about and interviews with men and women who have spent decades behind bars for crimes they did not commit. Some have since been released, while others still face a death sentence or life in prison but all have been victims of a frighteningly flawed justice system. Wrongful Conviction Podcast does more than simply tell the stories of those who have been wrongfully imprisoned. The show has inspired me to learn more and to get involved, and I hope it will do the same for you. Listen to Wrongful Conviction Podcast wherever you tune in to your favorite podcast. <laughs> Today on Paternity Court. We met at my job because I was a housekeeper and he stayed there. I used to clean his room. Like she was laying in the bed, butt naked. What? Yeah, full service. <laughs> Why is there doubt surrounding Kato? Because around the time of conception, she left. All, all the dates that's got read through him, that's the, the times we weren't having sex. He ain't never went that long without sex. So all them little scratches, that's a lie. I honestly feel like she came back from Kansas pregnant. I just want the truth to be known, like this baby's his. You may be seated. Good morning, Your Honor. Good morning. This is a case of Griffin versus Griffin. Thank you, Jerome. Good day, everyone. Mrs. Griffin, you say your husband is a paranoid crybaby with an overactive imagination who convinced himself that you are cheating on him. You opened your case to prove you are faithful and that he is your son Cato's biological father. Is that correct? Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Griffin, you claim your wife is a serial cheater whose constant disappearing acts make her more of a magician than a faithful partner and there is no way you fathered her son, Cato. Is that correct? Correct, Your Honor. Additionally, you've petitioned the court for a lie detector test to determine the extent of your wife's cheating. So, Ms. Griffin, how did you all meet? We met at my job because I was a housekeeper and he stayed there. I used to clean his room. I kept seeing him. Yeah, I'm telling him, like, he looked good. I was attracted to him, so I had... You were a housekeeper she, where? She threw herself at, at a room. At a hotel. So he, he was a guest. Yeah, he stayed there. All right, so Mr. Griffin, so you were a guest at a hotel and Miss Griffin, was your now wife, was a housekeeper. Yes. Okay, and so how did you meet? Okay, so like we first saw each other, we both made eye contact. It was like kind of mutual. But one day she was cleaning my room. So I go in the bathroom. When I came back out, like she was laying in the bed, butt naked. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, full service. Full service. So you have been peeping him over all all while he was there? Yeah, I have been seeing him, but I was kind of scared to, like, talk to him. Like... How'd you go from being scared to talk to him to naked in the bed? Exactly. Uh, Because he had came up and asked me if I was a housekeeper. He knew I was a housekeeper, but he wanted me to come clean his room. I knew what was up. Like, we both knew what was going on. 
So, is, Jerome, is that the new lingo for uh, getting somebody in the bed? You say, are you a housekeeper? Absolutely. <laughs> no, you do it. You go, I did it last night. <laughs> so, all right, this is interesting. Let's move on. Because at some point, you actually get married. Yeah, we did. Two years, two and a half years after we, were... we met. I untied my tubes. I paid $8,000 to have a baby. I did this for him. You untied your tubes to have this baby for him. Yes. So, Mr. Griffin. Yes, Your Honor. Was the baby planned? She untied her tubes, paid $8,000 to have this baby for you. Now you say it's not yours? We did plan on having a baby, but the, we weren't even married 24 hours and you spent the night out. Wait, what? Yeah. Because we had... On the wedding been... night? No, the day, the the day, day after. after we, we, it, got it wasn't married. even 24 hours. We got married on the 24th, and the night of the 25th, she spent the night out. Where did because you where spend... was you? You say in the day after your wedding, she your wife didn't come home. It was, I uh, was home. It was he my was wedding. already gone. He's going with his family member and her friends. So, let me hear your side of this, Mr. Griffin. What happened? It was my family member's birthday. We were supposed to be going to celebrate with my uh, family member for our birthday. So, you did invite your wife? Yes. Every, yeah, she was but that wasn't our plan. We were supposed to be plans together. Like, we had just got married. I was but... trying to. You ain't want to. You ain't want to really? go nowhere. So, I need to move into doubt. Take me to Mr. Griffin. The window of time when Cato was conceived, right before the baby. What okay. was going on then and what would lead you to doubt? All right. Like, right before uh, the time of conception, uh, we was kind of arguing. We was into it. She was in the bathroom, like, all day, like, fixing her hair, doing her makeup, like, getting pretty and stuff. So she put the kids to bed, but she told the kids that she was leaving, but she told me that she was going to get cigarettes. So she leaves, she gone about like five, six hours, calling her phone, calling her phone. She not answering. She comes back like six hours later. Uh, she's in the bathroom getting ready to take a shower and stuff. So she's taking off her pants and stuff and like she ain't have on no underwear. So I, so I asked her about that and she said that she had started her cycle and that she had to throw her underwear away or something like that. So your wife says, I'm going to get cigarettes, then comes back home six hours later with no panties on. And no sign of a cycle either. No, because I think he got the dates confused because, Your Honor, no. I was at work. No. It wasn't no going to the store getting cigarettes. Like, no. I spent every no. second of the day with this man. Like, he knows exactly where I'm at at all times. Like, I've been 100 with him. Like, I dedicate my life to him. I untie my tubes. That's a, a commitment. So why you always doing, like, questionable stuff, disappearing and stuff like that? Like, pretty much everywhere we went, like, she knew somebody was talking to somebody. That's and I'm, that's why I end up asking. Anybody like, wait to me, I'm I'm having sex with them. Anybody smile at me, I'm <sighs> done had sex with them. Well, I'm gonna say this: your move from housekeeping to bed making, it was creative. It was interesting. I guess it was sexy and fun. But you do have to understand that the way you met and the way you all started that relationship was so I'll just say free that. Don't you understand that he probably would think you may be that free with somebody else as well? And that's understandable, but he was just the same as me. We've established why there may be a level of mistrust in this relationship. That is clear. I'm trying to understand why is there doubt surrounding Cato? Because, all right, around the time of conception, she left. I didn't find out she went to Kansas probably so like, three days after she was gone. Like, I'm calling her phone, like, once again, because we was into it. Like, she not answering. So the day I do talk to her, she tell me she in Kansas. Like, why are you in Kansas? Because that's where my family is. I think she... I, I honestly feel like she came back from Kansas pregnant. So take me to that. You feel like when she returns 
from Kansas. What happens? How long does she stay there? Uh, she stayed about a week. I actually uh, presented a calendar. You have a calendar. Let's look at the calendar you submitted to the court. Yes. All right. As you can see, like, all the dates that's crossed out, like, that's the time we weren't having sex. We was arguing. Stuff First like off, that. that's a lie. Excuse me. He ain't never went Excuse that me. long without sex. <laughs> so all them little scratches, that's a lie. Excuse me. <laughs> all yes. all the dates that's got read through them, that's the, the times we weren't having sex. All so, most of... All of July. All, all of July. July. And the first, first week of August. In August. No sex. So, when do... Are you saying, Mr. Griffin, your wife came back uh, from Kansas? She came back around a, the 5th, okay? Kato was born April 23rd. So, Kato was born on April 23rd. Exactly. So, I did the math. Mm. It comes back to the conception date. Obviously, he can't do no math because he got too many days of no sex already. Me. The conception date is from anywhere from July 29th until April, August 2nd. So, in your mind, when she comes out pregnant, you say, oh, she came back here pregnant. It was like we only had sex, like, one time, too. Like, she just knew she Y'all was pregnant. Like, well, that's all it takes. One time. But I'm saying, I'm talking... I, I, know, I, I know that, but, like, she was just for sure she was pregnant. Like, after that, she was... Like, after no. taking tests that same day. No, I was not. I know how this works. I have other children. You don't take a pregnancy test right after you have sex, Your Honor. I had missed my period. I took a test, and I knew I was pregnant. That day? Yeah. The day I missed my period, the day I took the test, it said I was pregnant. That's how I knew. So, when you find out your wife is pregnant, are you excited? Your wife has testified she went through great lengths to get this baby you wanted to have, to have this baby, even having a, a surgery. Yes. Were you happy? I was... It was, like, kind of mixed. I was kind of... I was happy, but I still was like, this not... This not my baby. It might not... It's not my baby. But what would I look like, Your Honor, paying all this money to have my tubes untied to go get pregnant by just anybody? Like, we're married. We're committed. Like, having a baby's though. a commitment. True. It is. But, no, you was lying. Like, I admit, in the mid... In the beginning, like, I did lie about little stuff. But once we got married, I was committed to him. Like, I love him. But you... I love Why you, Why are you but... feeling emotional right now, Miss Griffin? What are you feeling? Because, like, all my life, like, I never wanted to be married. Like, I met him and, like, he... He showed me a lot of good stuff. Like, I love him. And I married him for that fact, to be a wife, to be, you know, like, one... 100 with him. That's why I had to, you know, untie my tubes. I dedicate everything I do for him. Like, he don't appreciate anything I do. I'm tired of getting accused. Like, I just want the truth to be known. Like, this baby's his. I've never cheated. Like, if he can't accept it and stop saying I'm a cheater, like, yeah, we're done. Well, this is why this courtroom is so important. Yes, it is. When, like, he's mad at me, like, he's part of me. So, when it's... Yeah, he don't want me, he don't want That's him. not true, because, like, if I'm not around, like, she not gonna just bring him... He don't text. Him. He don't ask, like, how's my son today? Was he good? Does he need anything? Never. Never. Ask him what he's bought. What he's did for my son. My son. That's why I say yeah. my son. I take care of him. Financially, physically, everything. So, you're not doing anything for the baby? Because the truth is, the baby was born in the marriage. So, you on the birth certificate, right? Yes. He signed it. He Baby was there got the your whole last time. name. You signed the birth certificate. Yes. Baby has your last name. He's so there if you the do all whole that, time I'm pregnant. He he was there. Only to get to the point where you still cannot say for certain that you believe this is your biological child. No, especially like when he was born. Like once I did the math on the dates, I was like, ain't no way he could be mine. He loves. So him. you admittedly, you've been holding back love from this child. Yes. Yes, ma'am.
It's not right. I know it's not right. I can say that you really have two major questions, Mr. Griffin. It's about the cheating and it's about the paternity. Yes, Your Honor. So what is going to happen if it is determined that Cato is not your biological child? It's not gonna happen. I, it's, it, we done. I, I can't... Yeah, that's, that's too much. That's why the results are so important and we have them. Jerome, may I have the envelope, please? These results were prepared by DNA Diagnostics and they read as follows. In the case of Griffin versus Griffin, when it comes to five-month-old Cato Griffin, it has been determined by this court. Mr. Griffin. Yes, Ron. You are the father. Are the father. <laughs> you are the father. How does that feel to know? It's a big weight lifted off my shoulder. Now he looks like a fool. All them little <laughs> stories he keep making up in his head, like... No, that's just... I'm a father. We that not, got nothing to do with the lies and stuff. Well, now that you mentioned that, do you even need the results of a lie detector test? Or do you just want to move forward with the understanding that you have the truth about your son and you all can start your life together? You want to just let it go? I don't. Nah. Ain't no letting go. Nah. Or this would have been let go. This from years ago. Like, we still argue. This is five years later. That we argue so does others? it matter? Do these lie detector results matter? I'm just asking you, because I have them. Yes, they It matters they matter. to me. They matter to me, too, Your Honor. All right. Then it's unanimous. Jerome, the envelope. <laughs> Mrs. Griffin, you were asked that since the start of your relationship with Mr. Griffin, have you had physical sexual contact with any other man other than Mr. Griffin? You said no. The lie detector determined that you were being truthful. Hmm. Now what? You have anything to say, Mr. Griffin? I no, apologize. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm, yeah, I apologize. I was wrong. I can't just jump all over you right now. Like, I'm definitely happy. You should at least come over here and apologize. I have not heard this for five years. Like, that's crazy. You can stand over there with your wife. So, we're here now. I love that you could hug. I love that you could just share in the joy of the moment. And that's exactly how we miss our blessings in life is because we get so caught up with all the water under the bridge that we miss the blessing. You have a beautiful baby boy that you've been doubting for five months and he's yours. You have a wife who loves you, who's committed to making your family work. She's admitted that the lies she told was wrong. But, Miss Griffin, I want you to understand, too, that is the power of a lie. Yeah, and I've right? learned my lesson Right? About no, lying. really. Yes. The person can evolve and change. And then that lie still lives on. 
And that's why when you leave this courtroom, I want you to go and talk to Dr. Jeff and begin to understand as a couple how you rebuild trust. May not happen in a day, two days, a year, but if you're in it for the long haul, you'll make it, okay? Yes. You're a beautiful couple, beautiful family. I wish you the very best of luck. Court is adjourned. Thank you. For the full audiovisual experience of Lauren Lake's Paternity Court, check paternitycourt.tv for local listings, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash paternitycourt, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Paternity Court TV and at Lauren L. Lake.